brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Welcome to the Old Time Radio Westerns. I'm your host, Andrew Rines, and let's get into this episode. This episode is going to be Challenge of the Yukon. Original air date is October 30th, 1950, and the title is Undercover. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a Midi clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Now as howling winds echo across the snow-covered reaches of the wild northwest, the Quaker Oats Company, makers of Quaker Pop Wheat and Quaker Pop Rice, the delicious cereal shot from guns in cooperation with the Mutual Broadcasting System presents by special recording Sergeant Preston of the Yukon. <laughs> it's Yukon King, swiftest and strongest lead dog of the Northwest, taking a trail for Sergeant Preston of the Northwest Mounted Police. In his relentless pursuit of lawbreakers. And then, on your Gold, gold discovered in the Yukon. A stampede to the Klondike in the wild race for riches. Back to the days of the gold rush. And the adventures of Sergeant Preston and his wonder dog, Yukon King, as they meet the challenge of the Yukon. will begin in just a moment. The principle of the best education possible for our children has been one of the basic cornerstones of our nation. 
But the ever-increasing enrollment in elementary schools has resulted in poor educational conditions in many communities across the country. Most important, there is an insufficiency of elementary school teachers. Teaching is an occupation that is more attractive now than ever before, since there is a growing public interest in education and measures are being taken to improve schools. Such a career offers exceptional opportunities for intelligent, imaginative young men and women who are now in college. The lack of teachers is only one side of this problem. Some places require additional school buildings. Others need more equipment, textbooks, and personnel. If these problems are to be met and solved, the cooperation of every citizen is a must. See what you can do. Better schools build better communities. This message is brought to you as a public service. Sergeant Hudson sat at a corner table in the notorious 303 Cafe in Skagway. He was not in uniform. In fact, his rough trail clothes and a three days' growth of beard made him practically unrecognizable. The skipper of the Arctic Queen was uncertain for a moment, and there was still doubt on his face when he walked up to the table. You are Sergeant Preston, aren't you? That's your love, Captain. Sit down. I'm sorry. It's all right, no one heard you. By a skagway, no? That is 40 mile build. Oh, I get it. The force is pretending you didn't see it. Exactly. What's the case? I've been watching him over the past week. Coming up at the fire, and he's uh, looking at us now. It was working during a few minutes ago. Dark features, black eyes, black effects. Oh, 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 that's He wanted to book passage back to the ship. Told him I was sailing for St. Michael's in Alaska. Then he wanted to go there. Very interesting. But I tell everybody, the other queen carries no passage. That's fine. The passage money doesn't pay for a damage, baby, Sergeant. Oh, don't call me a passage, not really. I'm sorry. I'd better be on my way. Oh, is that it? I don't want to mess things up, but I would like to talk. Why don't you come out to the ship tomorrow morning? We don't sail tomorrow night. That's fine. That's fine. See you then, then. Go on, Captain. As soon as the captain left, Roy Chase forced his way through the crowd to the sergeant's table and sat down. I called you 40 mile bills, don't they? Some people do. I'm Roy Chase. Got it. You're a friend of Sacramento, huh? Hello, friend. I'd like to book passage on it, sir. He's sailing close to Michael. I know. So what do you want to go to? Well, uh, the main thing is I want to get out of here. There's no other ship sitting with Lee C. I was going to carry passengers. I know, that's what he said. But I thought a friend of his might change his mind. Oh, I don't think so. That'd be a nice finish minute for you. How much? Five hundred. And we'd pay five hundred apiece for the ship. That's all right. Yeah. You're in trouble at some time? Uh, nothing like that. He said five hundred apiece. How many of you are there? Just myself and another guy. Do you see what you can do for us? I know. Going out to the ship tomorrow morning. Well, look, I'll meet you here tomorrow afternoon. If the answer is yes, I can finish up my business by about 10 o'clock tomorrow night. We'll be ready to go on board at 11. That's an hour before sailing. I don't know anything about sailing, though. It's midnight. Five hundred dollars, sir. Let's see what I can do. Thanks a lot. Sergeant allowed Roy to leave the cafe. Then he started to rise, but he felt a light touch on his shoulder. Not the first, Hanson. A girl slipped into the chair beside him. Hanson, you had the wrong man. I wouldn't if you got rid of that finish on your face. I've been watching you, Bill. 
That's so. I'm Marion Hope. Pleasure. I just wanted to give you a friendly warning. You're a dog puncher, aren't you? Yes. Uh, stick the dog if you leave the coyotes alone. Coyotes? Yes, he's asking for trouble, and we'll get it. Don't get mixed up with him, or you'll be in trouble, too. I remember that. Good. I like the game. I'd like to see you around for a while. I must make a living. There's better ways than playing with fire. Oh, good one. <laughs> Maybe I will, when the right time comes. Just keep away from the the mad girl's coat was sable. She hid carelessly over her shoulders and walked to the end of the long room where she entered the manager's office. So, the sergeant left the cafe. He headed directly for his cabin, and when he opened the door, King greeted him affectionately. Hello, King. I'm sorry to keep you locked up this way, boy. I think you're well known to be running the streets in the daytime. Out of the start, sir, we'll have a nice long walk. Come on, Go to the captain, King. At the word captain, the great dog looked up into his master's face and barked his understanding. <laughs> then he trotted ahead of the sergeant through the back streets of the town until he reached the cabin next door to the marine barracks. <laughs> Good dog, you've learned the way fast. This was Captain Hawk's cabin. The captain was in command of the company of marines who had taken over the enforcement of law and order in Skagway. The door opened. Okay. Right there, the talk to you, Captain. Come in, come in. Yeah, fine dog. No better lead than the you, son. I can believe it. So what's in your mind? You've uh, had a letter from Inspector Conrad of the Northwest Mounted Police. And? The sergeant reached into the pocket of his pocket and pulled out his gold whistle. He handed it to the captain. Very handsome. Put some grave on it. Sergeant Preston. Well, Preston told me this would be my uh, identification. Right, sit down, Sergeant. He said you might be calling on us for assistance. We'd be glad to help you in any way we can, but there were no details in the letter. That's the case. And investigating the murder of Roger Morton, who was caught in the White House two weeks ago, 50,000 gold was stolen from his face. We had only one lead. And then Roy Chase. You suspect he committed the murder? No, Captain. We suspected he knows who did it, though. Right after the killing, he'd been looking quite a bit, and he told the bartender that the force would never solve the case, but he was the only one who could do that, and he intended to cash in on what he did. You were out in for questioning? No, so he decided against it. He hoped that he might lead us to the murderer. On behalf? That's right. I followed him down here, and I've been watching him ever since. I believe he's made contact with the killer through some third person, and right now, Chase is trying to fix it for him to get out of the country. How? And he had it clean tomorrow night. I'm supposed to be arranging the passage. See, and you want us to arrest the killer. Well, I still don't know who the man is. By this time tomorrow night, I may, and when I do need your help, I'll leave it tight. I came here tonight to settle on the means of contacting you. Blow this whistle. We'll come running. I'll alert my men. I may be too far away for the whistle. If I am, I'll use king. The guard? When I say captain, he'll head straight for the cabin. <laughs> what? I taught him to do it during the week he's been here. He shows up without me, just follow him and he'll lead you to me. Good. Here's the whistle. That might come in handy, too. Well, it is. Better get back on the job. Good luck, Captain. Thanks, Captain. I've been warned that I may need it. Yes. By whom? Her name is Marion Hope. Oh, the girl I used to sing at the 303. The Lady in Sable. I, uh, I'd like to meet her. I think you probably will. Come on, Captain. <laughs> The following morning, the sergeant paid his visit to the Arctic Queen. That afternoon, he met Roy Chase in the 303. The dark man was nervous. The sergeant noticed that his hand shook a little as he lit a cigarette. 
I've been downstairs and I lived here. Oh, what were you doing in Skagway yesterday? It's didn't. I had an appointment with Brandon Smith. He won't sit down here. He's going to to call him. That doesn't matter. After what I told you, you came over here with Roy Chase. Is Brandon coming? Of course. What did he ask for tonight? He didn't ask anyone. He nodded to Dad and went down the corridor. Still, he hired me to drive him from Skagway. Anything wrong in there? Is that all? Oh, he's in back. He won't be needed. Get out of here and get out of here fast. He hasn't paid me yet. You know, I'm warning you as a friend. If you're a friend, you should tell me a little more. What sort of trouble is Roy heading for? He's made some enemies. Huh? Huh? Blackmail, I think. Yes, I have nothing to do with such people, but I keep my eyes and my ears open. A good house to tough country. I agree. Who are such people now? Mark Hanley, for one. He owns this hotel in the cafe downstairs. Staff who works behind the desk. Roy Chase and the man in 17. Who's the man in 17? None of my business, and it's none of yours. Well, that seems to have left. Probably going to tell Mark that you're here. Get out of here, boy. I have an investor in Roy, man. Forget it. That sounded like a shot. It was. Now do you believe me? I'm going to take a look at him, 17. Oh, I'll see you later. You're asking for it. The corridor was dark and narrow. There were bedroom doors on either side. Sergeant moved cautiously. There was no sound coming from any of the rooms. No light showing under any door except at the very end of the corridor. Halfway down, the sergeant stopped. He smelled gunpowder. He lit a match. The door at his right was number 17. Quickly, the sergeant blew out the match and tried the door. It was unlocked. He opened the door slowly. The room seemed to be empty. He stepped inside and closed the door. Two more steps and he touched something. He knelt down and struck another match. The man on the floor was Roy Chase. The sergeant fell for a heartbeat. There wasn't a the next second, the door burst open and the sergeant leaped to his feet. As the match went out, he recognized Jack. The early hotel clerk had a blackjack in his right hand. The sergeant ducked the blow and counted with a right hand. It connected solidly, but Jack only grunted and swung again. The sergeant lashed out with right to left, trying to work his way to the open doorway. He reached it was out in the corridor when he heard steps behind him. Before he could turn, the barrel of a gun hit him behind the ear, and the black tide closed over him. Roy took himself a good body, Yeah. He was bending over Roy when I came in the room. He knows he's dead. Harry should never have fired that shot. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Roy ever talked to the police. Harry shot the hand for murder. Can't blame him for being a little sick on the trigger. Yeah, this guy. Had we better take No, no, no. The dog punch is the only one who can get Harry on board the other train. What about after the boat sailed? I can't get over with Harry. He wants to make sure the dog puncher doesn't talk. He should pay us something extra. Yeah. I'll persuade him. Tired of punches, hands, and feet, and dragging inside the room. And get Roy out of it. Where? My room for the time being. Come on, hurry it up. The sergeant's first sensation when consciousness began to return was of a pain in his head. <sighs> then he tried to move, and he realized there were ropes around his ankles, and his hands were tied behind his back. He was lying on the floor. Someone was lifting his head. Feel better? He's Got it? Don't want to go into the corridor and knock them. They'll be coming back in a minute. What's that? Too late. They're coming now. Ah, hello, man. The lamp on the table. Yeah. Okay. What's the girl doing here? I was wondering the same thing. Didn't you be downstairs? Well, he's a friend of mine, Mark. 
I think you girls play a little wrong. It's <laughs> his idea, no, no. Where's the body? What body? This is room 17, isn't it? Yeah. Where's Roy's state? Oh, Roy. Roy. <laughs> he had to leave, Bill. And he left word for you that he wouldn't be sailing on the outer screen tonight. This is his friend, Harry Thorpe. He'll be the only passenger. My deal is with Roy. Harry will tell you. You take him to Skagway and see you to get the board. He'll decide that. Any objections? No. No, he hasn't any objections. <laughs> I didn't think so. But just in case, Jack and I are coming along. Well, how much does this guy know? Harry wants to know how much you know, Bill. Roy agreed to pay me $500 to arrange passage on the Arctic Queen for two people. He agreed to pay me a hundred for driving him over here tonight. <laughs> All you think about is money, Bill. You'll be paid off after your job is done. Well, since I have no choice, there's nothing to do but accept your proposition. And now you're talking. You're coming with us now. Oh, no? Wait a minute. I'll carry two passengers, no more, Harry, and one other person. Harry and me. Dad'll be driving his own sled. Nine could ride with him. Come on, Jack. Team harness and drive it around in front. Right, boy. Keep an eye on Bill, Harry. And I and a gun. Good idea. Come on, man. Where? <laughs> hey, your room. You need your first coat. When Jack returned from harnessing his team, he found the others ready to start. The sergeant was freed of his ropes and marched out of the hotel, a gun in his back. King was waiting at the bottom of the steps. The sergeant started down them. The dog caught the glint of metal in the hand of the man directly behind the sergeant. A pistol. There was something about the man that they couldn't realize he was an enemy. He started up the steps. A command from the sergeant stopped him. Out of the way, Captain. King hesitated only a second. The sergeant was pointing. He turned and raced down the main street of Dye toward the Skagway Trail. <laughs> continue our adventure in just a moment. You should have been at the ball game today. I saw three home runs. And guess what? I got one of the home run balls. Fellas and girls, why don't you get a free baseball ticket? It's easy. Come out to the ball game as guest of a major or minor league team. Your free ticket is waiting for you right now inside packages of Quaker Pop wheat, Quaker Pop rice, Muffet shredded wheat, and Quaker Packle 10, which has two free baseball tickets. Yes, if you are 12 years or younger, just bring mom or dad or another paying adult and see wonderful major or minor league baseball games free. Names of teams and dates are on every ticket. Get as many free tickets as you want. No mailing, no waiting. When mom buys breakfast cereal, just be sure she gets the kind with a free baseball ticket inside. That's Quaker Pop wheat and rice and Muffet shredded wheat. You get two free baseball tickets inside Quaker Tackle 10. So don't miss out another day. See the star players wallop those home runs. Now to continue. Two hours later, the sergeant stopped his team in front of a warehouse on the Skagway waterfront. Hurry, Hurry, hurry. This the place? We go through the warehouse, not on the dock. The what's going around? No, the warehouse is empty. Let's make it fast. Yeah, we've got to wait for Marion. Oh, it's you. You and Marion go first, Bill. It's me. Maybe it's just that he's in the baby. Okay. Don't you really mind? 
when you tune into Mutual, you'll hear many of the stars you like best. Singing and playing the kind of music you enjoy most. Don't forget, too, there are programs of outdoor adventure and others of barn dance music and jamboree. There's plenty of good listening waiting for you on your Mutual Dial. Tune in every weekday afternoon for Mutual's famous programs especially designed for adventure lovers. And remember to listen other times as well for different kinds of programs you like over most of these stations. And now, in the private office of a crooked mine broker named Cass Hinkley, a man named Flint Parker is speaking. Hinkley, how would you like to get in on the ground floor of a new gold truck? <laughs> I'd like that real well, Parker. Real well. As the wouldn't. All right, here's the door. A young mining engineer named Joe Dryden has made a valuable strike somewhere in the mountains. He thought back ore samples to prove it. He's drawn a map showing the location of the truck. He's talking. He's staying at the Victoria Hotel. Your men can break into his room the night they can get a hold of that map. <laughs> They'll do it, all right. That map will be in my hands before morning. Yes, a valuable gold map is at stake. And thieves are out to get possession of it. When Sergeant Preston enters the picture, he'll be facing plenty of trouble and possible death at the hands of ruthless gunmen. Don't miss this next exciting adventure. These Sergeant Preston of the Yukon Adventures are brought to you every Monday through Friday at this time by the Quaker Oats Company, makers of Quaker Pop Wheat. And Quaker Pop Rice, the delicious cereals shot from guns. By special recording in cooperation with the Mutual Broadcasting System. They are a copyrighted feature of Sergeant Preston of the Yukon Incorporated. Created by George W. Trendle, produced by Trendle Campbell Neal Incorporated, and directed by Fred Flowerday. The part of Sergeant Preston is played by Paul Sutton. This is Jay Michael wishing you goodbye, good luck, and good health from Quaker Pop Wheat and Quaker Pop Rice. So long. This is Mutual, radio network for all America. This has been a presentation of otrwesterns.com, and we hope you enjoyed. Please take some time to like and rate our shows in your favorite podcast application. Follow us on Facebook by going to otrwesterns.com slash Facebook. Subscribe to our YouTube channel by going to otrwesterns.com slash YouTube. And send us an email, podcast at otrwesterns.com. You can call and leave us a voicemail, 707-986-8739. This episode is copyright under the attribution non-commercial share like copyright. For more information, go to otrwesterns.com slash copyright. Have a great day, and thanks for listening.